You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats. Uh, I'm your host, Danny, and we got Kaylee. Kaylee, what's up? Hi. We're we're doing Discord this time. It's a little bit different. So if it sounds funny, that's probably what it is. But I did Discord for the last podcast episode, and it sounded okay. So Oh, that's good. That's that's what I I'm hoping probably for. Listen to that. <laughs> it's not bad. So yeah. So uh, I guess we'll talk about what we've been playing lately. Um, I just got done finishing Resident Evil Four, uh, and we that was the last podcast episode. That was on the first. So if you haven't, if you guys haven't listened to Resident Evil Four, check that out. It's pretty cool. Um, I have all of the Let's Play videos on. Um, uh, our second YouTube channel now. It's basically just like a place for all of the Let's Play games, all the Let's Play video clips. So it's Zap Night Plays right now. I might change it, but that's what it is right now. So if you're interested at all to see any of that, that's where you can go. Otherwise, the normal like Zap Night YouTube channel is all of our current like podcast videos and like thrift shop games and all that stuff is there. Uh, but Resident Evil 4, because I didn't sit down and physically record a video, I actually went through and snipped up all of my Let's Play videos of Resident Evil 4 and actually made like a little like clip reel that goes along with the conversation. So, you know, if it's cool, I would like some feedback um, on it. It's... It seems like it's doing okay on YouTube as my videos go. Like, it's got, I don't know, like 20 views, which is a a little bit more than normal. So that's kind of nice. But Nice. Yeah, no, it was was cool. It was different. Uh, But what have you been playing, Kaylee? Uh, well, I need to be playing 7, so I'm going to tell you I've been playing 7. But But it's not true, is it? No, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft. (laughs) still (laughs) yeah well i don't know how to explain it it's just you know when i play a game i don't want my timer ticking so like i'm usually dedicated to sitting up playing it where this it's like when i'm playing i can get up give the kid a snack sit back down turn it off for two minutes turn it off for 20 minutes turn it off for an hour come back and i don't know i know Uh, yeah i i see what you're talking about but yeah i know well, I'm going to be honest, I haven't been playing a whole lot of Final Fantasy VII either. Um, so, I'm going to just say it now, it's probably going to be pushed back a month, because I kind of just assumed that we were going to push it back a month anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to find a game to fill in for um, April? March. Yeah. For March, March before April, so that... Hopefully, April 1st, we will have the Final Fantasy VII podcast ready uh, before the Final Fantasy VII remake gets released. So, that's kind of my goal. Um, so, last Zap Chats we did was just, like, a day before they pushed the yeah, I know. release date back, which was... Yeah, and we sat down and talked about... We had this whole conversation about Final Fantasy yeah. VII, and then they pushed back the release date, and yeah. So, yeah, you know, in any case... Oh, go I, ahead. Oh, no, it's fine. I was just gonna say it's just too bad, because it would have been a great birthday present. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, well. so... 
in any case, we're still playing Final Fantasy VII. I haven't played a whole lot of it. I'm, I'm still kind of tinkering with uh, Resident Evil 4. But I've officially put Resident Evil 4 back on the shelf. So I'm yeah. going to be focusing on Final Fantasy VII. Um, I think me and Lori are going to play a game for the next podcast episode. Um, in whatever next month is, March. So March 1st will be something with me and Lori, and then um, April <coughs> we will have Final Fantasy VII. So that's kind of the, the plan right now. Yay. Um. So, yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and talk about, uh, I guess, our kind of semi-topic for this Zap Chats. Uh, today is Today is actually Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, Kaylee. I hope, I hope you and uh, your husband did some fun things. Um, yes. Me and, say he did. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Lori went out and played Pokemon. Like, that was the highlight Aww, of our day. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Still still playing Pokemon Go. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're, we're old school now. Is that, is that considered old? I don't no, even what know are, what at are this kids point. playing now. <laughs> Not Pokemon. It's Harry all Potter the Go. It's, it's all the old people now that are playing yeah. Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it is. I know. Yes, I, I realize. Encounter this. an adult and you're like Pokemon. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> very well then. <laughs> Continue as you were. <laughs> so yeah, um, Valentine's Day. I thought it would be fun if we kind of talked about like. Love, love in video games, like the characters um, falling in love with each other a little bit, or like you know the love stories within the games that we've played. Um, I kind of want to talk mainly about what we've played in our history, but like I don't know, I don't know. What do you What do you think? How do you want to start? I'll let you start, Keely. <laughs> well, let me think. Well, what What would you say? your favorite couple pairing is like of two characters, either the final fantasy or whatever general, whatever you feel most compelled to, uh, what do you think is your favorite of couple Danny? I is don't it Cloud know. And Barrett? Do you, they you are get, very you, cute together. <laughs> do you, did you go on a date with Barrett for the gold saucer? I, I have, uh, in the past, but I haven't even made it there yet in my game. So yeah, I, I don't know yet. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Like you haven't thought about that a whole lot. The big thing is like my brain, when it comes to like storyline, my brain kind of typically goes to final fantasy games and of the final fantasy games, none of them are like, Oh, they were such a cute couple. Right. Yeah. There was (laughs) nothing that was super compelling about any of the like love stories behind it. Like, it does feel like that some of them um, maybe recently, um, like Final Fantasy VI with uh, Locke and his girlfriend, whatever, <laughs> whatever her oh, name what was. What was her name? I think it was um, Celeste. Is oh, that right? I think you were talking about the girl that, like, dies. Oh, like, her, his actual, like girlfriend or wife or something yeah yeah that went into a coma and then came back as a ghost and told him to move on and then like died right yes yeah and they're like 
preserving her body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's absolutely a love story in itself. Like that little with Locke and, and that girl. And, you know, his his, you know, holding on to that as long as possible because it was his fault that she was in that scenario or whatever. Um, but I mean, it's so minute. It's not like this big, you know, love story. It does. There was something. Maybe I'll have to pull up a list. Uh, We're so not prepared. But by the way, her name was Rachel. Oh, I did guess. you look it up? <laughs> yeah. I, really quick. Uh, it, it is kind of the thing about Final Fantasy VI that I like is that, with the exception of Locke and Celeste, there really is not like a love story there. And that was okay. Like, every game doesn't need a love interest, or, you know, it's, it's nice. I like it personally because I just like that kind of stuff. But it, you know, Final Fantasy VI, in my opinion, did not need, like, I don't know if there really was a true main character of Final Fantasy VI, but in my mind, I thought it was supposed to be Terra, and she doesn't really have a love interest, and I like. No, that. she doesn't. <clears throat> um, so her love interest really is herself. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, like her her story <laughs> is really revolving around um s- being, you know, self identifying. You yeah. know, figuring out who you are. And, like, that doesn't really fall under a love category. Um, man, I want to say that there was something that I played recently that had a really good, like, love scenario to it. But I guess I guess I can't really think of what it was. I'm looking through my, my list, and there really wasn't any. I do, like, I really did, like, um, um... What is what is that game? Harvest Moon. I liked how Aww. Harvest Moon like it was it was a little more spouse. personable because it was my story, you know? Right. And yeah, you so, get to to choose who you Yeah, I mean it is it's well it's it's like a, a low-key dating simulator but farming simulator. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But you, you know, know you're you're putting in the work to, you know, pursue somebody very specific and, you know, tend to what, what their desires are. And then when they find they're like, you know, I really like you. And, you know, it's like, Oh, I know. Cause I've tried really hard. <laughs> we should Sorry, have, it's, uh, it's cute. we should have done some, uh, dating simulators this month. <laughs> oh man. That would be really funny. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea, though. Yeah, we'll have to put that down on the list. <laughs> I, I can't say that there's... I don't think there's a whole lot of dating sims uh, in the U.S. There might be a few that have been, like, translated, but it doesn't... It seems like the more popular ones didn't come here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like... If if manga has told me anything about the real world, is that, is that it does seem like the dating simulators are, like popular over there than maybe they say are here I don't oh know. yeah i mean i've heard of i watched a documentary on a guy who was addicted who who actually was like marrying married, his ds yeah. because you know, <laughs> of the girl that was in the game brandon really wants us to play tank tank dating simulator something like that you actually date a tank oh my gosh <laughs> it sounds ridiculous that's what we needed to play <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I think my f- 
my I I think my favorite like couple or like pairing that I like has always been uh Zidane and Dagger from Nine. Sure. But I think that's just solely because I love the game. I don't know. I kind of would like to play this game coming up with like a fine tooth comb and really I, I wanna judge it as objectively as possible, but <laughs> Right, yeah. To really to really look at it from you know, a critical point of view instead of this like nostalgic point of view. And that's kind of what I'm going through with seven too, because you know, in, in final fantasy seven, there's this like, there's this dynamic between cloud Tifa and Ares or Aerith. It's always going to be Ares. So get over it now. Um, but (laughs) it's, it, there's always this like dynamic between the three of them where like, I think Tifa is in love with cloud, but cloud had fallen in love with Ares. And then spoiler alert, Ares, (laughs) Ares dies. And then he's like, cloud is left like heartbroken. It's all subtle. And so it's (laughs) like, you know, I, there's, I don't know. It's, it's funny to me because, you know, from my point of view, the, the way that I've always interpreted the story of Final Fantasy VII is Cloud and Ares were meant to be together, and then it didn't happen. And so it kind of leaves this hole. And Tifa's there and is trying to be someone for Cloud, and Cloud is, like, friend-zoning her, like, hardcore. <laughs> See, the way I interpreted it was that Ares had this infatuation with Cloud because he was so much like Zack, which, understandably, because if you know the story, right, kind of taken on this Zack persona. It, it kind of makes sense, and it really kind of brings the, the traumatic story of the past together. And I feel like with Tifa, because when you see the flashbacks, she's really not interested in Cloud until he comes up around at the beginning of the game. Like in the past, she really doesn't seem too terribly interested in them. But like when they are trying to like piece together his memory and stuff and really walk through stuff, it's like, she's kind of helping him just kind of find himself and really. Yeah. I mean, obviously it seems more. We'll talk more about this when we have our, have our review, but I mean, you know, going back to like, Tifa's like the past. I think that Tifa was into Cloud from the beginning and she was like oh, super yeah. well, bummed that he was going off to join Soldier and then like he came back and like he wasn't really interested in her well, really hardly at all. When you hear him talking about the flashback, I mean maybe she was, but when you hear him explaining the story of like when they were kids, he thinks or feels like she is more interested in friends that say him and she Mm. said she was so surprised when he called her out to like talk about when he was joining soldier and everything Hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know um but i mean it does kind of that's the nice thing about seven is i feel like that while the love story is there you can't deny that there is a love interest there but like it's not so in your face and like important as some games kind of make it like the main character has their love interest and by the end they absolutely get together that's really not it's more character development into that than just the love story itself right yeah 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 i agree Um, but i mean same can be said for i think nine 
I mean, what I remember of nine and, you know, again, I haven't played it in shoot, maybe five years or so, but like, you know, Zidane is kind of this like player, you know, character he's a ladies man. and and I, he's trying real hard to like be like that with her and she's like nah i don't know man <laughs> i don't know it just it feels like she's she spends the whole game like kind of trying to push him away and then maybe towards the end she's like i mean i guess if you're the best i can do <laughs> she kind of starts coming around near the end but i think the thing about nine specifically is nine is so heavily i mean with the exception of all the illusions the other games it's so heavily influenced by shakespeare that it's kind of like there you would expect there to be kind of this love thing going on because of how heavily you know yeah i don't know when i think of shakespeare i think of the romantic love stories yeah yeah so i i feel like i don't want to say nine has the exception i think that at times it is a little cliche, but I mean, a lot of stuff Shakespeare is cliche now because it's Shakespeare. Right. Um, but I think the thing about Nine itself, too, was that there was a huge character development in both Zidane and Dagger. Because Zidane has to figure out who he is throughout the game. And she has to fill this role as queen after her mother dies and throughout the game. Like, she's trying to really establish herself. Because... <laughs> I mean, we'll have to play the game. You'll see. She just, she, they, they talk about her and it's like, you know, you need to understand that you're about, this is going to be war. You can't just be going around anywhere you want. You're a princess. This is, people are dying. Right. That yep. type of thing. I don't know. I definitely, I think character development helps with love interest, but I think character development should always trump over. These two characters need to be together. It's like, like, Tara, for instance, her her uh, character development was way more than, say, her getting together with Locke. Because at the beginning, I thought she was going to get together with Locke. Just yeah, but you know, the dialogue was. I think her name was Celeste, right? I think so. Or Sir Celeste, I believe so. <laughs> we gotta I look know, this up I now. I keep saying it. Well, I keep saying it, and I'm like, it sounds right. <laughs> I am looking at. Hold on. Is it Celeste? Yeah, it's Celeste. Okay, so Celeste Cherie. I think that I think that Locke and Celeste's like storyline is probably the best out of all of Final Fantasy VI. Like, oh, for six, yeah. Just it's so cute how Celeste, like, you know, there's there's this like this double story with her where maybe she's working against the the group maybe she's working with the group but like overall you see these little cute moments and her growing as a as an individual and like you know her and Locke really kind of starting to click and you know getting to work together and you know it's it's I don't know it's cute I don't yeah. feel like I've seen that in any of the other Final Fantasy games. Like they they kind of hint at it a little bit, but it's not quite like that. I don't really remember a whole lot from Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> like I know there was a love interest, but I don't remember much from eight. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. And I think it's because well, for me, 
been a while. It's because, well, it's been a while, but also when I played it, I played it through so fast yeah. that I didn't really absorb it very well. So I'm excited to play it again soon-ish. Um, I, but yeah, I, I know that there is like a big love story between uh, Renoa and um, Squall. Squall. I, I did not play all of 13, and 13 is the only uh, game I played of the the series of that branched off but yeah. it seems like that lightning didn't really have a love interest did she and i kind of liked that where it was her sister and snow no yeah. and i kind of liked that like the main character doesn't need a love interest it, i mean it doesn't need, it's nice when it happens and especially if it's natural but they don't need it and i, I felt, think I think, to be honest, most of the games that we have doesn't center around a love story. Love. Like, most of them don't. I mean, look at even, like, Last Story. When we played that, it, it's it's very know. much geared towards, like, a love story, but it's not, like, centered around it. Like, it's more the, like overall like the i think i think the thing is a lot of these especially rpgs revolve around the world's coming to an end we need to fix it more than it is like i'm in love with you i'm gonna do whatever it takes i mean i'm not saying that how do i explain this the love story should not be a big part of the game in my i mean it can i'm not saying that it should right yeah but I think for the last story, that was the case. That it was a big part of the of the story. Um, I mean, they, they brought it up a couple times of, if you do this, you can marry my daughter. Or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, well, and, and he was specifically, you know, she was, she was I, I can't remember names now because it's been a while. But, like, the main female character, she was like heading towards to be wed with somebody else and like all that, you know, crashes yeah. down and I don't know. I, you're right. Like there, that the love scenario is like a big part key of, part yeah. to that game. But I think maybe that might be one of the only ones that we've played really that has been, you know, centered around it. Maybe some of the ones um, that Seth and Evan had played final fantasy. This is not the case. What you what we're talking about now is not the case. Sorry. Um, I was thinking, though, about Final Fantasy 4 with Cecil and Kane. Yep. Okay. And Rosa. Their relationship is like, in my, in my mind, I think might be better than, like, my favorite pairing. I, I think that, that it wasn't the main focus, but you know, it was already established. You know what I mean? Yeah. Between uh, Cecil and uh, Rosa. Yeah. They were um, already kind uh, of. They were already a couple, and right. you still see this like this love, I guess, and like they they go on to be king and queen at the end. But I liked that it was already kind of established there. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Yep. Um, but I guess you're right though. When I was thinking about the other games where I thought specifically about a love. I don't know. I played, I know you haven't played tales of Exilia, and I've, I haven't played all of the tales, so I'm sorry. I haven't played any example. tales games. Um, but the main characters in Exilia, they, there is a love interest, 
But interestingly, they don't get together at the end. Hmm. And I think that's kind of a good... (laughs) I mean, it's not what people want, I suppose, but I think that's kind of cool because it's a little different, I suppose. Like, it was a happy ending, but it wasn't the, like, happiest ending. Sure. Well, look at, like, Final Fantasy XV. I mean, we're going way back for that. But, I mean... You that know, seemed forced to me. Well, it, it was because it was a, a, an arranged marriage, right. you know? So, like, part of that whole story, that love story, was, you know, it was this arranged marriage that was supposed to unite these kingdoms together, and, you know, they, a, as a couple, even though they were spread across, you know, countries or whatever... You know, they had to find common ground. And I think by the end of it, um, Noctis did fall in love with her. So, like, you know, it was there. But again, you know, tragedy strikes and whatever. But, you know, it it was still in the process of being established. And even though it was this arranged marriage, like, he was doing... One, he was doing what needed to be done for his kingdom. But also, like, he really did genuinely fall in love with her towards the end right that's you know? true and and i liked i liked that you, again subtle because the game really revolved around the brotherhood more than anything the you know the the group the, the bros yeah but you know there was that that aspect to it um lately we've been ta- me and uh, some other people have been talking about uh final fantasy 10 and one of the topics was uh, if Titus and Yuna was was one of the best couples ever or something. And uh, first of all, I realized that I don't know much about that game than I thought I did. The second thing was, is I felt like that their, their, uh, their love story was also forced. Um, um, I think what? it's, I think it's similar to Final Fantasy IX. Where, like, Titus is kind of this, like, player bro who wants to just, like, oh, it's a pretty girl, so I'm going to follow her sort of thing. Like, I kind of feel that way. Like, really, I mean, when you, when you, again, it's been a while since I've played this game, but thinking back on, on the story, and we haven't played it for the podcast, and we will eventually, but thinking back on the story, like, Titus is really following Orin because Oren used to know his dad, and so that's the only reason why him and Yuna meet to begin with. But like well, see, when he first sees her, he's all like, "Whoa, who's that?" You know, it's I don't know. I think, um, to me, I feel like that his first interest was her was solely out of respect. At first, he didn't really know a whole lot. But at the beginning, because he was a dumb dumb. But I feel like though that her interest in him was solely because of his dad. And yeah, I, maybe. I, in my opinion, I think Titus's character is. I think in a, the real world, I think it worked because that's what the developers wanted. But in the real world, I don't think you know what have put up with some of the stuff he did. Oh yeah, no way, <laughs> no way. And I think that. Like I but, said, they've, they've got that common interest, but I mean, really, it seemed kind of forced. Like, they, the developers were like, no, 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 this is the love interest. And it just was not We're going to make it work. 
well, kind of. That's how I feel about it. I just feel like they had their like one look. It wasn't a love scene, but like their their kissing scene or whatever under the water. Oh, under the water, yeah. Um, but like <laughs> when in my small tiny brain, to me, it was like there was a love interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, it's something that's building up. Like that scene that you're talking about, it like builds up over the course of the entire story, where they're like. They they grow to know each other, and then, you know, they have, like, that awkward laugh scene where it's really just, like, Titus trying to say, hey, we're going to make this work, we're going to figure it out, I'm here for you, and then, like, when she realizes that he genuinely wants to help her, then she starts to fall in love with him. So, I don't know. Uh, it's it's something that definitely needs to be explored when we get there. Right. And we're getting really close. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be I'm, playing. I want to say maybe next year we'll be. Oh, yeah. We'll be getting we'll to Final Fantasy We should 10. at least be at Final Fantasy nine by the end of the year, if not beginning. Yeah, I'd so. like to hope so. I We I need to focus on Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> I really need to get this game done with so we can move on. Um. I have a funny story. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's hear it. <laughs> this is gonna be embarrassing because my husband. <laughs> you might remember this. When I was little, I used to write in a diary. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and at one point, at one point, my tiny little brain—I was what, like seven? <laughs> right. My yeah. tiny little brain wrote, "I love Titus." <laughs> <laughs> in my in my in my little little brain diary. And something like I wanted to marry him. And you, the snotty, mean little teenager you were, confronted me on it. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. You, you, you and your, uh, one of your friends, you read my diary. And uh, you brought it up to me. And the worst part, fam, was that I wrote all that stuff. That's the real tragedy here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I did that to you. That was uh, what a horrible thing for your brother to do. Apparently, apparently that was my game crush back in the day. <laughs> I was kind of segueing into uh, if if you had any game crushes. If I had any game younger crushes. now, it's okay if you have one now. Uh, <laughs> not really. I mean, you know, even growing up, like not really, like. I thought some of the, like, Japanese, um, like, anime girls were cute, but it wasn't, like, this, like, crush, you know, thing. But that was was about the extent of it. Like, I was so into Final Fantasy VII, and, like, I really liked Ares' character and design and... You know, so you're, you're Team Aries? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, like, I I always put my 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 focus on Cloud. Like, I wanted to be right. like Cloud because he was awesome. But yeah, that, was, that was about the extent of it. Like, I didn't really have any... any like, even, <laughs> even, like, celebrity crushes. Like, it just wasn't my thing. I never had... I don't... I never really had a celebrity crush. Um... Mm. We have we've talked a lot about uh, Final Fantasy though. Do you recall any other games where you thought the love the love theme was like outside of Final Fantasy? Yeah, maybe like Artanelico. Oh yeah, you know that's different. Yeah, because 
what's interesting about that game is you have the option to go with two different girls. Again, it's been like three years since we played and reviewed right. that. Because it was the very first review we ever did for Zat Night. I know. Uh, it's not the best in quality, but, <laughs> you know, we tell the story pretty well in that episode. And um, in, in any case, you have this interesting option where you can pick, you know, which girl you want to pursue or partner with. And that drastically changes the game, like, story arc. And, I don't know, it from that aspect, it's really awesome and interesting. But, like... I don't really know if the characters really truly fall in love with each other towards the end or if it's just know. this mutual like partnership. The interesting thing is, is that in the games, at least the first one, they use these Raven tales, which is the girls that you are dating. Right. They use them as a means of increasing power, but you have to dive into their consciousness and that involves you getting closer to them. And the real question is, do they get closer with you? Because they don't act like they know really what's going on in their consciousness. Yeah, like, basically what you're doing is you're, you're going into their consciousness and their memories and fighting their demons. Right. You know, you're exactly. fighting what what they've struggled with in their past and like, you know didn't one of them like their parents died in a fire or something yeah. and you know like that that's the kind of stuff that like they're really dealing with these issues and your main character is going in and like helping them hash yeah. out this you know but isn't that so one-sided though because they have no idea they act like they're getting closer because the game that's how the game is de designed but like if the scenario was an actual thing and I didn't know that you had seen everything inside my consciousness. It's like, well, then, well, and two, it wouldn't require, could you just dive into my consciousness? Like, it wouldn't require to have a romantic partner. You know what I mean? Well, I think that it's a mutual respect more than anything. Like, like you would maybe a psychiatrist, like saying, okay, you know, we're gonna we're gonna sit down and talk about these major issues, and you're gonna help me deal with it. From that point mm -hmm. of view, like it doesn't have to be a love interest, but when you're talking about these intimate things, you have to be a really close person with that other person. You know, what well, I mean? you definitely have to be very vulnerable, knowing that they know. Right, everything. but I mean, in, in in the Artanelico world, like you you know that that's how it works. Right. Like you have to know that that's that's what happens. I see. You may not know, you know, because you go into like the dive machine and you 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 know, there's these hookups and crap that they have to do. But like, you may not know how that's gonna feel as personal. But you have right. to understand that that's the concept. You know, that it, they're going into your it you does know, consciousness. seem it does seem kind of like though that the game. <sighs> Correct me if I'm wrong, if you know I'm wrong, but it does seem like that they kind of explain that you won't, like, the group that one of the Ravitales is part of, like, they choose their partner that they partner up with. So you've got to have, and I think it is kind of like when the main character goes to dive into one of them, they're like, are, are you sure? Like, this is, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is a personal thing. Like, they act like it is kind of personal. Well, yeah, absolutely. And so. remember... 
um, when you're playing, you start off like when you when you first start diving, you start off in like one like a level one sort of view. And in this level one world, the the girl that you're diving with is like, who are you? What are you doing here? You 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 don't right. belong here. And then as you grow with the relationships oh, yeah. in you, the dive you, world, then you unlock these areas of the mind and you deal with some of these bigger issues. Like you may start off with, oh no, when I was a kid, I tripped and fell and got embarrassed. And then like, <laughs> as you deal with those issues, then you go on to move on to, oh, well, when right. my mom died, you know, this, this stuff happened. And you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like, th that's yes. not necessarily the exact scenarios, but like, that's, yes. that's kind of how I interpret that world <laughs> to kind of work. So like you, as you get to know the characters within the dive world, even though, you know, the character is a person like the main right. person, but you right. kind of have to know the sub characters within the consciousness of that person that's too. True. I don't know. Well, it's, it's about building a relationship with everyone in the brain. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that was a very sexual game there was it's, a lot of innuendos in that game yeah there was but like if you take it if you take that out of it like it's sure, really kind is, of sweet yeah. well i suppose love is not strictly in a relationship you could have love for a parent a sibling oh yeah sure i don't know it is interesting I really liked, uh, we were I was thinking about uh, Legend of Dragoon 2. You've played it but more recently than I have, absolutely. Yeah, I but, played it for the podcast uh, a couple years ago. I think it's episode 13. I really liked that love interest. Shauna? Shauna, yeah. Shauna and, and she, Dart? She's part of your party for a while, but then they actually replace her later. Yeah, they replace her with... Um, Miranda. Miranda, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, um it's there's definitely a love interest there, but even that, like it doesn't feel I, I kinda... don't know. It it feels a, like an awkward thing. Like Dart is way overprotective of Shauna and it feels more like siblings than Sibling. it does like you know I suppose you might be right. I haven't played that game in a long time. I guess in my mind I always just it as I don't want to say pure, but innocent also doesn't seem right. It's just this innocent, maybe that's what it is. It's just this innocent love story that's not a big part of the game, it's just kind of subtly there. And that's what it really was in the game subtle to me, anyway. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. It's been a while, like I said. You've played it recently, so I, I think, I think that like. Final Fantasy VI really nailed. Going back yeah, to Final Fantasy VI, yeah. I think that they really nailed it with the way that it was Locke and and Celeste. Just you know, it was like exactly what you said. It was subtle. It was a sub story. It wasn't like the main plot. It was just kind of there and developing on its own. Oh, and it and was you more get believable. hints of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It more seemed believable. natural. The 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 growth seemed natural. I suppose. Right. Surprise. <laughs> I mean, going back further in, like, the Final Fantasy series, like, Final Fantasy 1 didn't have any character development. Final Fantasy 2 was more focused around, like, the the four main characters, or three, three main characters, I think? I can't remember I now. don't remember much. But, there, like, just those main characters, and they really weren't, there was no dynamic between them. Final Fantasy 3 was, like, 
the the four like warriors of light again and right. it really there wasn't much of a love story there um four we talked about um five with bart's um, I, I can't say i remember if uh creely you know, and uh, what's his name the her grandpa what's his name it starts with a g um you yeah, had a funny name for him in any case grandpa <laughs> i liked that story that was uh her, her love for her grandpa and well i mean that that can Gallop. be said for a lot of the final fantasy stories actually i mean look That's at true. um final fantasy what, what was it four maybe maybe no maybe maybe it was um gosh, oh six know. with we're, realm we're, and uh no we're sid grandpa. no with sid where Sid's um, granddaughter takes over for Sid, remember? I think that might be four. Carly, oh, yeah. I think her name was. Creely? Creely, yeah. No, that's who I'm talking about with Galif. He takes, she takes over. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When he yeah, dies. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's that's what I'm thinking of. I just, yeah. for some reason, I thought it was Sid, and I don't know why. Yeah, I believe yeah, his name right. was Galif. Yeah, he, and that, uh, that was really sad. That was sweet, yeah. Um,. That was yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like just innocent, <laughs> like non-romantic, but like love, like more family. Well, look at thirteen with uh, lightning and Sarah. Yeah, sure. I mean, there was there was a lot or, going on there. Or what's his name, Saz, for his son? Oh yeah, Saz. Yeah. I mean, I liked that. yeah, it, it was, it was subtle, but it was there. It was family, you know? Well, family is important too. Right. I yeah, do well, think though, well, I don't think, while I don't think that every game needs a love story, when you look at like the first two, like at least two final fantasies, it's mostly just war. <laughs> like yeah and i don't like fine, that but yeah it was there wasn't enough sustenance like sometimes it just gives an extra element to the storyline see like it's just it doesn't need to be the main focus all from the time. my point of view the games the final fantasy games that i've played that are war based like war to me is like this big overall scenario where when I play Final Fantasy, I want it to be about the individual characters, not the countries. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're pulling the, the microscope back too far. Like, I just, I want to play and I want to learn about individual characters right. as Absolutely. the sole characters. Because I can portray myself on those characters. Where, like, when you're when you're looking at it from, like, a war point of view, it's like this country versus that country or faction or whatever. And, you know, you're seeing it from this, like, the zoomed right. out view. Like, yeah, it kind of revolves around, like, individual characters that are that are leading the right. war or whatever. But, like, I don't know. It's it's done. It's not quite as there's not as much character development, you know, individually. Right. Absolutely. Which is, you know, the main focus of an RPG, and that's right. mainly what we focus on playing. Well, what's funny Mostly, is... Well, not entirely, we, but... We haven't... Yeah, I know that you haven't played Type Zero yet. You really should. Yeah, I was just thinking about and that. And we, we should play it for the podcast, because it's, it's a really good game. But, like, it's kind of war-based, but the story really revolves around the 
class zero and like their role in the war and like their right. specific storyline. So it's like this this nice mix between the two. Not that I really care for war stories as a whole, but like if you're gonna have a big like uh a, a big scenario, like war is an easy one to go off of. So a lot I think a lot right. of stories use that as like a you know a main story plot. But um you know I, I type zero. I don't, there's not really any like love story in there, but I just, we were talking about the war aspect. So I brought that up. (laughs) The like war game that I can even possibly think of that comes to mind as far as like with storyline and stuff is like, or storyline. Cause I don't want to exclude the like shooter games or anything, but uh, Brandon played Valkyria Chronicle. Sure. It didn't seem very interesting to me because of the war aspect. And I think that's like the one thing holding me off. But when I saw like bits and pieces of the story, it did seem very interesting. So I think it it definitely isn't it definitely is important. Um I don't know. It's I, an it's it's an interesting plot point if you use it right. I mean, from from my point of view, I mean, you know, some people like just the, it's war, uh, you know, but like from my point of view, I prefer the individual stories, but if you need to use the war as like a plot point, that's, that's fine if it's done right. Like, I mean, you can look at like Final Fantasy 12 even, I know you probably haven't played a whole lot of 12, but like, you know, that's very war centric too. But, like, well, you still are. are focused on the individual characters. I mean, you have to have conflict in any story. Right. Like, that's yeah. the whole point. And a lot of times, war is an easy one to go off of, like, corrupt churches or, you know, some kind of corrupt society of some sort. Um, but, like, the same thing with love. Like, it's also just an extra, like... Subject, yeah, I guess. It's yeah, just a no, subject, you're right. yeah. Nice way to like bring it full circle, Kaylee. Mm. Elegant. Beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> I worked hard. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, it it doesn't need to be a focal point, but like it could be, but it doesn't have to be. And well, you know, I, maybe the more subtle it is, the better. But then, you know, what then is your focal point? You know, and, right. and is that, does that determine if it's a good story or not? It's hard to say. I think the thing right now is, well, you got to remember your target audience. Because when I was playing video games at the time, the love interest and all the love stories were very important. Now that I'm an adult, it's not as important to me. I like it now. Um, so I guess it's just some of those love stories sometimes are so over prevalent, at least right now in this day and age. So it's nice when you get a little, just a subtle, you know, we focus on something else. It doesn't have to just be love, not, not another rom-com or another, you know, romance story or movie or whatever you know just in general i can't say you know i still trying to really think about it i can't say that there's been any video game that i've played ever that has been a solely like a love story like just straight up that that's all it was like you know every game it's always been you know fighting a 
huge, you know, world world ending scenario. And like, that's, that's your story where, you know, I kind of, I, I think I would like to play just like a real simple story. That's just like these well, you two did. characters. You played you know? Harvest Moon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I guess that that's, <laughs> but, but well, that's different is- because that's not, there's no like, written story script to it it's just the, like my involvement in this other fictional character's though, life we're talking about video games and video games you have to be playing something and a lot of at least the games that we're playing it involves level grinding so you're fighting monsters yeah I mean, there's gotta true. be you have fighting going on so that's true. it can't it's it can't be as simple as like like a movie has it a little bit easier as far as that is concerned where video games are kind of has to be more something else. Cause I think just love would make it to, I don't know, linear. Maybe I suppose like you've got like your dating Sims and your simple, your simple games like harvest. Moon. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's part of it too. Like as far as our JRPGs or just RPGs in general, like in, well, any, any simulator, like, you know, the Sims, is you know you they fall you you make them fall in love but i mean even (laughs) from from that point of view there's no like dedicated story behind it but i guess if you wanted that then you would do like a interactive novel like a dating sim novel game where you know you're given basic choices and you get a different ending outcome depending on the choices you make so it's like i don't know it there there has to be a good balance but you yeah. also have to have a very real, you know, reason to play the game. <laughs> right. Ex- well, yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Because yeah. you can't just... <laughs> it would just be too hard to take, you know, take a... Take a I was just about to say, like, Twilight. But I can kind of see Twilight being a video game. <laughs> Fighting off... Vampires or blood right. or something. Yeah, yeah. I, but again, you've got fighting, and fighting is a big, a big conflict that is a problem. Whereas, like movies, your conflict can just just be other people, not necessarily physically fighting. And where it's a little bit different with video games. Sometimes. Yeah, I I see what you mean. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think it would be fun to try and challenge to find a game that kind of pursues that as a main plot yeah. point. That would be very interesting. I wonder if, like, I haven't played Catherine, but I've heard that that, that, that might be kind know, of, I don't know. That is, that is, that's true. I, I did not, I watched Brandon play Catherine. I didn't, I didn't, not in its entirety, but it was a puzzle game. And sure. I, I think that's a very good example, actually, because he is, his conflict is with two different women. Hmm. Um. I mean, among other things, but <laughs> he had roughly, lots of problems, but there was a lot of things going on there. But yes, <laughs> that is, it was a, a good main point of the story. Yeah. Just a little, not quite romantic, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. That, uh, that's a good point. Hmm. I wonder if there's anything else like that out there. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm, oh. I'm a hundred percent positive, but I would love to hear feedback. So guys, if you're yeah. listening to this, Girls. Send us some send us some ideas of games that would have, you know, the the love scenario being the main plot point. <clears throat> and, and mainly something that is 
interactive as far as gameplay and story. So, like, I don't want just, like, a graphic novel, you know, like... Um, well, like the apps on your phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want just, like, a, a, a dating sim or, like, just a graphic novel, like, anime, you know? Right. What, what are... What is... What are I those think, called? I are think they, just, they are. They're, like, interactive graphic novels or something Yeah, like yeah, okay. So, like, I don't want something like that where it's just, like, straight up just text and, you know, you're just reading and choosing scenarios. I really would like a game that is, that has good gameplay, no matter what the gameplay style is. Like, it can be RPG style, it can be puzzle games, it could be anything. But I want a game that is... Just focused on the Focused love. on the love scenario as the main focal plot point but has really good gameplay and, you know, story um, development, like character development. So, I don't know. If if somebody knows of a game that kind of meets all those scenarios, I would love to hear about it. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it would be fun to play something that's a little bit different. Like, you know, like we said, we haven't really played a game that runs on the love story being the focal point. It's been kind of like a subcategory. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm holding I'm holding Catherine in that top position for now. I guess. Yeah, I think I think you might be right, and I actually have that game. So if at some point we want to sit down and play that, I don't maybe, know if I could. You don't I think don't so? I don't know if I could play that game. I guess I could. I well, I have Brandon there to help me because he did beat the game. So sure. Well, they came out with uh, a second one. Yeah, and I think they released DLC for the first one. I think. Hmm. So. I don't no, know. We should look into that. I think I don't know if it's I don't know if it's beatable. It's only beatable within a month, I think. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not something that I'm saying we should pick up for you know March's <laughs> podcast no, 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 episode, but Some, I mean, well, maybe sometime in the future when we're playing our dating Sims next February with <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hopefully for February. Hopefully, someone emails us with a with a an, yeah. a video game idea because that would be really really cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Kaylee? Before we oh, end, oh, I it? think that was a all right, pretty good, pretty good chat. Zap chats, zap chats. Um, all right. Well, th- guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Zap Chats. If you enjoyed it, please let us know. Um, also, I wanted to say that we will review or we will read all of our reviews from iTunes. And pretty much anywhere else, if you want to let us know if you left it somewhere else for our podcast episode, just let us know. Um, But yeah, I will read all of our iTunes reviews on Zapchats. So if you want to leave us an iTunes review, that would be awesome. And then we'll read it live. uh, Well, we'll we'll read it on the the next podcast episode. So guys, thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you guys in the next one. 